This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. That is the name of the first baby, the son of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, better known as Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan. Oh, they had the walkout today. Had everybody take a picture of him. And let's face it, he's adorable. Lots of newborn babies are. This one does seem to be very, very cute. Uh, They posed with their two-day-old son for cameras at Windsor Castle. And here's how they described their new arrival. He has the sweetest temperament. He's really calm and... Um, he gets that from <laughs> Yeah, and he's, been, he's just been the dream, so it's been a special couple days. Listen, the kid is two days old, okay? <laughs> he has not even started to develop a personality yet. I would say most newborns at two days old are calm and sweet. Wait until they start getting hungry, then you're going to see the real side of this child. But I digress. They have all of that fun stuff ahead of them. What we wanted to talk about was the name here. There was all this betting going on about names that they would choose. Would it be traditional? Would it be non-traditional? Would it be American? What what would it be? I know Spencer was very popular. I personally was pulling for Spencer myself. But what's the deal with Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor? Well, to talk more about this, Bruce Halzer joins us now, former chair of the Monarchist League in Victoria. Bruce, thanks for joining us. Hi, Sammy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So what do you think of the name? Um, well, I think the name was a great choice for all the betting houses in London, because I don't think anyone <laughs> bet on these names, and, uh, and a lot of people lost, lost money. Um, I think the names are fine. I think it's uh, it's the parents' choice. I think they kind of went down the middle. They didn't pick uh, traditional royal names, but they did pick traditional English names. Uh, they didn't go for the uh, Chads or Zachs or any of the more North American uh, millennial names. Um, so, That's true. It's a very British name, isn't it, to say Archie? Yep, it is. Uh, it's, there, it's an old English name. There are, you know, throughout history, lots of Archibalds and uh, and and such, but uh, there's no p- particular connection here. I think they just like the name. I think so too, and it, also they've confirmed that he will be going without a title, so there will be no Prince Archie or uh, Duke Archie or Earl Archie or anything like that. Is there's precedent for that, isn't there? Um, there is. There isn't. Typically, uh, t- a title like Prince would not be bestowed upon the uh, up- upon this child, although. He could have the courtesy title Earl of Dunbarton, which is one of uh, Prince Harry's lesser titles. He could have, he could have bestowed that. He chose not to. Um, that doesn't mean that he he's precluded from making that dis- decision sometime later in this child's life. So Archie may well be an, an earl. He will inherit a dukedom. Uh, when Prince Harry passes away, he will become the Duke of Sussex. But until that, he may not have any title. Right, and because isn't that what Princess Anne did for her two children? That's right. And, uh, you know, one of Anne's children's name is Zara. So there's another example where somebody who's not directly in line for succession, there's a little more flexibility on on names, and they're not always traditional royal names. Right, because I thought that was quite radical at the time. I think her son... Peter Phillips was born in 77, her daughter a couple of years after that, and they just had, there was no title with them at all. And yet at that time, they were a lot higher up in the terms of succession. Um, they were, I mean, it, but Anne was uh, was fourth in line at that time among the four children of the Queen, and and so her children were quite far down the line, probably farther down than Archie is. Archie's number seven right now, and 
I and uh, Peter and Zara would have been certainly further down than seven at the time I think they were born. Right. So what about the Mountbatten-Windsor? Where does that come from? Well, that is the formal last name of of the royal family, the the House of Windsor. Uh, when the Queen married uh, uh, Prince Philip, his last name was Mountbatten. And formally, their family name became Mountbatten-Windsor at that time. Um, um, Lord Mountbatten, uh, Louis Mountbatten, argued that it should just be Mountbatten. They shouldn't have the Windsor, but... Uh, the compromise in Parliament back in that time was to say the last name will be Mountbatten Windsor. We don't use that name a lot. We don't hear it a lot because no. the Queen is is the Queen and Prince Philip is Prince Philip and people and uh, their sons uh, are all um, dukes or that sort of thing. But that is their their right. family last name. In a lot of times, like Prince Charles's children used just the last name Windsor. Uh, when Prince Harry was in the army, he was—he just used his last name Windsor, and, and his rank. And uh, same with Prince William. So the choice to use Mountbatten Windsor is a bit of a return to tradition, and perhaps a bit of a nod to Prince Philip. But um, I think that's a legal last name, and if they're not going to have a title, that's. That's the double-barreled last name they get. Interesting. Okay, so that's that's what we know he's going to be going as that particular name. What do you think this does, Bruce, for the monarchy uh, when you have all the excitement like this over a royal baby? Well, you know, for most people, um, the monarchy is not a part of our daily lives. But uh, I think for Canada particularly, because we're a little bit geographically removed from all this, it's, it's something pleasant. Uh, the Queen is ahead of our country. Her family has no particular status here, um, except as they are in a line of succession to be our monarch. But uh, uh, when they come here, we, we, they come here for celebrations, and we come out and we celebrate our major milestones with them, be they centennials or recognizing great achievements. The royal family is a part of that for us, and like our extended family, uh, we may not know our cousin's baby very well, but when we hear that our cousin has a baby, we're all excited. It's a happy story, and I think it's the same. It's the same here. We we feel like we know the royal family. We watch them, and and they're a part of us, and and it's happy. It certainly is that. Listen, Bruce. Thanks so much for your time on this. Okay, take care. That is Bruce Halzer, who's the former chair of the Monarchist League in Victoria.